3: Local people, local stories. From KYW
1: News Radio, this is the All Local.
3: From the KYW News Radio studios, I'm David Ash, and here's what's happening. It was a frustrating night at the ballpark for the Phillies, who were unable to clinch the pennant and now face a winner take all situation with Arizona. KYW's Matt Leon has more.
2: For the first time in franchise history, the Phillies are going to play a Game 7 Tuesday night at Citizens Bank Park. It's necessary because the Phillies came up small in Game 6 of the National League Championship Series Monday night, losing to Arizona in South Philadelphia 5-1. to one. Arizona scored three runs in the top of the second inning off Aaron Nola. Never looked back. Tommy Pham, Lerdes Gurriel jump-starting things in that frame with back-to-back home runs. Nola was just not sharp takes his first loss of this postseason. He allowed four runs in four and a third innings. Phil's only run came in the bottom of the second RBI single by Brandon Marsh. So, game seven of the National League Championship Series, Tuesday night, the pennant on the line. Ranger Suarez will get the ball for the Phil's. Right hander Brandon Fought will throw for Arizona. Phillies lose. Game six of the NLCS, five to one to the Diamondbacks. Matt Leon, KYW
3: News Radio, 1039 FM. And the winner of tonight's game will head to Arlington, Texas to face the Rangers in the World Series. The final suspect wanted for last year's shooting outside Roxborough High School was arrested Monday in Germantown after being on the run for more than a year. Here's KYW's crime and justice reporter, Kristen Johansson.
4: Philadelphia's Homicide Fugitive Task Force surrounded the Lennox Apartments on Walnut Lane just before 2 in the afternoon when sources say they heard a voice yell back, hold on. And that's when officials say 17-year-old De'Ron Bernie Thorne jumped out of a four-story apartment in boxers and a tank top. He struggled a bit while on the ground, the U.S. Marshals say, but was handcuffed and taken to a nearby hospital to be treated for his injuries from the fall. Authorities say they learned a few weeks ago that Bernie Thorne was back in the area after crossing state lines, running as a fugitive in the shooting death of Nicholas Elizalde on the Roxborough High School football field. The teen is the last wanted suspect in Alazade's killing. 22 year old Yassine Bivens and teenagers Selene Miller, Troy Fletcher, and Zaheed Jones were also arrested and charged with murder, attempted murder, and gun charges. They have a status hearing scheduled for Wednesday. Bernie Thorne was also wanted for the shooting death of another man named Tamir Jones the day before gunfire near the Roxborough football field. Kristen Johansson, KYW News Radio, 1039 FM.
3: There's just about two weeks left in the contract between and its largest union, so the two sides have convened to hash out a new one. KYW City Hall Bureau Chief Pat Loeb reports far more than wages and benefits are on the table.
0: Both sides are optimistic about avoiding a strike, but Brian Pollitt of the Transport Workers Local 234, which represents 5,000 operators and mechanics, says a number of issues remain, not just wages and benefits, but safety, both for members and riders.
2: In order for the ridership that we lost to come back, they need to see that we care.
0: SEPTA spokesman Andrew Bush says the transit agency also wants to address safety along with other factors that impact riders.
2: SEPTA wants to make sure that we're trying to do everything we can to address service reliability. We're looking at absenteeism, to see if there's some modest reforms that we can make there.
0: The contract with Local 234 expires on Halloween and members have authorized a strike. SEPTA's Regional Rail Engineers and Conductors Union is also seeking strike authorization. Those workers have not had a race since before the pandemic. Pat Loeb, KYW News Radio 1039 FM.
3: A special program in Delaware County has mental health experts and law enforcement working side by side. As KYW's Justin Udo tells us, officials are looking at the program's early progress as they discuss what steps they should take next.
1: It was back in May when Delaware County launched their crisis co-response program. They were able to do so thanks to a $600,000 federal grant secured by Congresswoman Mary Gay Scanlon.
0: Too often we see tragic consequences when communities don't have the tools that they need to address someone who's having a mental health crisis.
1: Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolzheimer says the pilot program, which pairs a mental health professional with a police officer is currently with law enforcement departments in both Haverford Township and Upper Darby and has helped more than 100 residents. Making sure that we have response on the ground whenever we have mental health issues with our police calls. Haverford Township Police Chief John Viola says although his officers are trained to help with mental health, having a professional with them is a much needed resource. With the help through our partners, help our officers do a better job and keep people safe. During a meeting where officials reviewed the program's best practices, what can be approved on, and the outlook for future funding, they also discussed how to expand the Program to other townships and municipalities. In Delaware County, I'm Justin Udo, KYW News Radio, 1039 FM.
3: That's the all local. I'm David Ash. Listen live anytime on the Odyssey app and on your smart speaker. Just say play KYW News Radio.